It's not as if she were a, a maniac. A raving thing. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Haven't you? It's Heather, and this is Wednesday Wine and Horror. And so, you know, I like Christmas, and I want to keep in the Christmas spirit because, again, I want to say Christmas again, okay? Christmas is really grand. But you want to know what's not so great about the holidays? Um, there's a lot of things, but one of the biggest things is that those family members that kind of just, you don't like them, they suck, and you basically have to have a drink just to get through that holiday dinner with them. Because, you know, some people are really salty. And, no, not the salt you put on your food. Like, they are literally their own form of salt. Anyways, we still love them. They're our family, right? So, I want you guys to be my family. Stick around with me as I take you on a wild Christmas ride. I will be discussing the 2003 film, Dead End. So, put your seatbelts on. Hold on to that drink tight and let's get ready to wine. Hello there, it's me, it's Heather. Well, I guess you already fucking know that because I already said it in my intro. But anyways, it's me. Happy Merry Holidays so far, right? We're kicking off December. We're having lots of holiday treats already. And I'm about to bring you a really good treat, I hope. I actually really like this movie I'm about to discuss. Um... It's one of those movies that's not really, I wouldn't really say it's a hidden gem, but it's actually really, really good. Um, the ending's kind of weird, but it's not that hard to figure out. So, before we get started in discussing that, and I say we, <laughs> just me, get started in discussing this movie, I want to introduce my wine. I am drinking a, I think it's a Big Bold Red Blend or Big Red Blend by Dark Horse, 13.5% alcohol by volume. Um... I'm not sure if I've had this one on the show before. I feel like maybe I have. And I'm so sorry, guys, that like sometimes I forget, you know. Like I, I find a favorite wine and that's what I start drinking. And then I forget that like I'm supposed to get a new wine for each episode. <laughs> sorry. You know, like I have lots of other shit to do. And it's... The Christmas holidays, like, you have to forgive me, right? We all have to love each other. So, anyways, I'm going to take a sip of the wine. Let's, I'm going to taste it and see what it tastes like. It's very strong. Maybe I have had this. I don't know. Anyways, enough about that, really, like, because I'll rant on it for, like, forever. So, anyway, it's not bad. It is it's very strong. I feel like my pits are going to get real hot by the end of this. So, <laughs> here we go. So, Dead End. That's the name of the movie. So, we start off with this family that's driving down a dark highway and dear old dad has already had enough. And I think you guys can relate to this. 
if you had to go anywhere with your entire family shoved into a car. Um, also, Marilyn Manson is a guy. And the reason why I say that is because his son, who's in the back, makes a reference or says something. And I think that the dad says it wrong and or says he's a girl, thinks Marilyn Manson is a girl. It's like, uh, no, dad, you're not hip. It's a guy. Well, anyway, the movie does star some fun faces. So we have Lynn Shea, Ray Wise, and Alexandra Holden. Now, Alexandra Holden may not be as notable to you guys. I know she was in a few episodes of Friends. She was in The Hot Chick. She's been in some other stuff. Um, she's kind of that quirky little goofy character. And I'm trying to think what else she's been in, but I, I can't think of anything else. But uh, anyways, I like her. I think she's pretty funny, especially in The Hot Chick. So, some of the other cast members, of course, I don't care enough about them to mention them. I, they have probably been in other stuff, but it doesn't really matter, right? So, anyways, we are now back to the dad driving down this dark road with the rest of the family. And they're either asleep or some of them are just kind of chilling out. And you can see that dad, and I'm going to get to their names later, okay? But his name's dad for right now. He's beginning to nod off a bit, and you see that he almost has a head-on collision with another car. Because, like, he's tired. Okay? I get that. I mean, I've never fallen asleep while driving. Hashtag blessed. But still, you know, you can tell he's really tired, and he does almost collide with another car. Well, the, the car he's driving comes to a screeching halt, and, you know, Mom is freaking out, but everybody's okay. Like, it's totally fine. And so we're going to get to Mom's name. Her name is Laura, played by Lynn Shay, and she wants to, uh, no, they had this wreck, or not this wreck, excuse me, they almost had this wreck, but every, everybody's okay, but the only thing that, like, Laura, the mom, is worried about is her fucking chocolate pumpkin pie, but, like, what the fuck is that combo? That's disgusting. Yuck fucking city. I'm not, I don't even like pumpkin pie. Now, chocolate pie maybe is okay, but, like, don't combine pumpkin pie and fucking chocolate. That's just so gross. Well, anyways, she had it in a box and she wanted to make sure it didn't get smushed. And her son, Richard, that's his name, he tells her it smells like ass. Like, <laughs> okay, Richard. I don't know if it smells like ass, but like the taste of it, I would say it probably tastes like ass. Anyway, dad, whose name is Frank, who's played by Ray Wise, he gets out of the car, you know, gets out to check and um, the car is fine. Okay, the car's fine, but it is sitting in the middle of the road. Well, Laura is asking Frank why they aren't on the interstate. Because, and they mention it, well, they mention it later, but I'll go ahead and let you guys know that the reason why they're traveling is that they're going to Laura's mother's house. So it'd be Frank's mother-in-law, you know, perhaps to have like a Christmas dinner or whatever. Well, he, he lets Laura know that he wanted to take a shortcut this year instead of taking the interstate taking the way they always go, he wanted to take a shortcut this year. So, it's like, all right, well, here they go. Once again, you know, they're down this suspicious road. And I say suspicious road because you can tell, like, it's really dark. It just doesn't look right, okay? This road already looks really suspect, and I ain't going down it. Well, Laura mentions that no one is on the road because it's Christmas Eve. Like, that's why it looks so dark, and that's why there's no cars around. Well, um, that could be true, Laura, but 
Also, you're on a deadly road. You just have no idea yet. And maybe some of the other families are like at home, you know, with the rest of their family. I don't know what they're doing. doesn't really matter. So the sister is getting car sick and her name is Marion. Um, Richard, the brother, mentioned something about dick cheese. Uh, I think he's just fucking with her. Like, he's trying to make her sick because she's she's basically like, I need you to stop, you know, whatever. And then he says something about dick cheese. And Laura, the mom, is like, that's super gross. And after she says this, okay, because that is gross, dick cheese. I mean, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Is that a thing? Can you guys, like, confirm if that's the thing? If it is, I want none of that, okay? Well, Lori does tell him that that's gross, but after she says this, you see that she's drinking out of a water bottle, but she's like full on sucking on it, okay? Like a little kid, like if you gave a, a little toddler or a little kid a bottle of water, it's like, why are you deep throating this bottle of water? I don't know, but she is. Frank looks over and he's like, do you have to suck on it like that? And seriously, I was like, what? I mean, sometimes you do, I guess, right? But she just looks at him like Laura's looking at her husband thinking, what the fuck's your problem? And she's like, that's the way I drink, okay? Okay. Like, I've never drank a bottle of water that way, but anyways. And in the back seat, along with the son and the daughter, is the daughter's boyfriend, Brad. I guess he got invited to come on this family trip. Well, Richard is calling him gay and, you know, like, he's fucking with him, but he's literally a dick. Like, you can tell. He's just super annoying. Don't even know how old he's supposed to be. It doesn't say. But I kind of feel like he looks like he's 27. But I guess they're, maybe they're supposed to be, like, in their early, like, maybe 19, 20. I, I really don't. I have no idea, okay? They don't say. Well, As he's taunting Brad, Laura is, like, looking um, out the window. She's kind of admiring the night sky, and she wants to sing a song, okay? She tells everybody, let's sing a song. And then she suggests Yellow Submarine, and so Marion is like, oh, my God, we always do that song, okay? Well, they start singing Jingle Bells. But (laughs) I don't sing songs like that in the car with my family like if we go on road trips it's more like okay we're gonna put on like 80s and like other shit okay like our movie soundtracks that's like what we like that's what we're gonna sing even during Christmas probably not gonna be singing Jingle Bells but uh Frank you know they start singing Jingle Bells but Frank takes it like he's flying to the moon um that was really bad. That was supposed to be my shitty Sinatra reference because, like, you know, fly me to the moon. Okay, anyways. I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. And if you guys listen to this and you start laughing because you're like, this girl is so cray-cray. Well, I kind of am. And, you know, it is what it is. So, they content- they are continuing down the road. Well, Frank stops because he sees this woman in the woods. And he's like, slams the brakes on, okay? Well, she appears like... He slams the brakes on, and it's like, all right, I saw somebody. Well, then she just appears beside the car, and she is, in fact, dressed in all white, and she has, like, this, uh, looks like she has, like, a cut on her forehead or something, and so this woman in white, who looks like she is carrying a baby. Now, you see, I mean, she is carrying a baby. It's something wrapped up, 
and she just gets in the car. It's like they just let her get in the fucking car. Like, I don't know why. Like, she looked like a ghostess, and y'all let her in the car anyway, but she gets in the car. Well, Marion gets out and wants to take a walk, and I'm like, what? Why? Like, y'all are not even to where you need to be. Well, she does it because she wants to be alone. And I understand at this point because the family is a little, they getting real stupid and annoying. So, you know, this mysterious woman that's in the back with the guys, uh, she's just sitting back there, like holding her baby. And Frank ends up stopping at this little shed house thing. I guess he's trying to maybe find a phone. I don't know if it was like their phones didn't work or something. Like, um, they had cell phones, okay? It was 2003, so I know they had a cell phone. But I don't think that anybody had any signal. So I guess he just assumed if he stopped at this little shed. Okay, <laughs> they have a, a rotary dial phone. I don't know, Frank. Get your shit together. Well, anyways, they stop at this place. Richard gets out because, you know, I guess he needed some alone time too. Um, or, you know, him and his sibling are really smart. Well, that ain't why his ass got out. He gets out. Now, he walks into the woods, and you see him standing beside this tree, and he has a piece of gum in his mouth, and he takes it out, sticks it on the tree, and he hangs this picture of this naked lady on the tree. I don't know who she is, um, and I guess it was to masturbate himself. I really hate to use that word. That word is so disgusting. I don't know why masturbate is so gross, but it, like, cringes me out. Well, anyways... You know, the parents are now, at this point, you see him do that. So now we go to the parents where they're in the shed and they're all looking around. And while they're looking around, while Richard is touching his Richard, you know, Brad, the boyfriend, is sitting in the back seat with this like mute woman in white. But we get a boner alert. Richard is literally playing with his little dick in the woods. And it is, this is such a cringy fucking scene, you guys. Like, I was like, dude, like, I'm watching this, okay, for the podcast. And while I'm watching it, not remembering it, because I've seen it before. My nine-year-old son is, like, sitting at the table eating a popsicle or some shit, right? And I'm just like, oh, my God, because you can, like, see the TV from the ta- from the table the way the layout of our house is. And I was internally screaming. I was like, oh, my God, I have to pause it, right? Because Richard is jerking off, but it's with such intensity. He's like, oh, and it's just like, dude, well, that girl is not that cute on that picture. And maybe it was the tree that turned him on, you know, gave him wood. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to stop doing jokes, but maybe I'm not, actually. So anyway, we're going to go back to Brad and this woman in white. And he's kind of talking to her, but see, she's not talking. And he's just got, he's kind of trying to make small talk with her. And he lets her know that he's going to propose to Marion tonight, you know, the sister. And it's like, okay, like this woman, she doesn't really give a shit. So it pans back to Marion. And you see her kind of walking down the road still. She's practicing like a speech, like she's talking to herself. Basically letting you know, you know, letting us know that are watching it, that she doesn't want to be with Brad no more, okay? Basically, she's saying in her speech that she wants to break up with him. Like, that's it. She wants to end things. Well, 
We get back to Brad and the woman that are sitting in the back seat. She finally speaks. I think he maybe asked what her name is, and then she's like, oh, my name's Amy. And she's like, my baby's really cold, uh, okay? But, like, the baby's wrapped up in all these blankets, and she hands it over to Brad. And Brad's just kind of like, why does she have so many blankets on her face? Like, can she breathe? And then this woman, okay, she just, like, like is looking straight ahead and basically kind of laughs and she's like the baby is dead like what so brad i don't really want to say kill scene because i mean the baby's already dead you know so not a kill scene and plus it's a baby and that's kind of sad so of course brad's like what the fuck because he moves the like little blanket and sees that the baby's face is all bloody and shit well we go back to seeing Richard in the woods, and he doesn't quite get his wink on because now everybody's looking for fucking Brad because he just like, you see that shot? And then you see that Richard doesn't get to finish, and the next thing you know, Brad's gone. He Bye-bye, Brad's gone, okay? Now everybody has to be like, where the fuck is Brad? You should have stayed your ass at home, Brad. Well, Marion, while she's down the road, on the road, excuse me, she sees this, like, black hearse-looking car, and I don't really know what kind of car it was. It sort of looked like a hearse. It was black. I don't know, okay? It was going down the road. Well, it was coming down the road, and as it passes her, she sees Brad's face, like, in the back seat. Like, his face is, like, smashed against the window. And so, of course, everybody's freaking out. Like, the whole family is trying to go after this car to try to save Brad. And once again... As soon as they're going down the road, Frank stops the car abruptly because I guess he saw something again. He takes a flashlight to go investigate something. And then, okay, we get our first kill scene. But it's absolute bullshit because we don't see it happen, okay? That's one thing I don't like off-screen uh off-screen kills. It always it just ruins it. Like it's supposed to be a horror film. Get your shit together. Like, let's do this right, okay? Well, Marion does, you know, Marion sees what Frank sees, which is, you know, dead body or a dead piece of a body. I don't even really know. But Marion ends up passing out, okay? She's like, oh, um, no, bye. So she didn't even get to break up with Brad because Brad, he went to the other side. So they're over now. Well, Frank and Richard are, I guess, looking at, like, I guess what's left of Brad's body. That's what I'm going to assume. And they take uh, the cell phone. You know, like, they're like, well, shit, we need a phone. So, like, they try to take the phone from, like, the dead body. And as they do, you see that there's, like, a severed ear along with it. So, you know, obviously, he's been chopped up, run over, I don't know. Well, now they can call the police, okay? Because, you know, they'll know what to do. Except for, no, no, they don't, they don't know what to do, okay? That's the thing. As soon as they get the phone, Laura, the mom, she calls 911. As soon as she, I guess, like, dials the number, she hears this woman crying on the phone. Like, like these crying, ghostly sounds, freaks out and, like, throws the phone. And then, like, Frank and Richard look over and they're like, oh, my God, did you get in touch with anybody? It's like, she's standing right there, stupid. Like, you know she didn't, Okay. She just tells them it's broken. She's like, oh, no, it doesn't work. Well, Richard, okay, because he's super annoying, 
he gets a smack to the face because he deserved it. But that's because he kind of talked back to his dad, Frank. Uh, no. Frank wanted him to clean up the body because it's like, well, first of all, your sister's passed out. This is her boyfriend. And, you know, Richard's like, no, do I look like your fucking janitor? And it's like, smack. Dick went down. Well, he didn't really go down. <laughs> but anyways, I'm going to take a quick wine break. Wine break. Jesus. Sometimes I just can't fucking talk. Like, I swear to God. I, Jesus, take my voice, okay? Because I can never talk. I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm. Like, I try to talk. I want to try to sound good. And then I'm just like, but I can't really talk in the long run. But anyways, we're just, okay, whatever. I'm going to take one more sip. I'm just going to keep sipping. And I'm just going to ramble bullshit in between. I really do like this movie. It probably doesn't seem like I like it. It's just... It's really a goofy movie, and it's just like silliness. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, you guys, let me get back. So, because Marion, you know, saw her mangled up boyfriend, she is obviously in shock over seeing his dead body. Well, they're back in the car, and um, you see that she looks kind of like she's in a catatonic, like, state. State. I was about to say stage, state, again, <laughs> like I said. So anyway, obviously, she's just like in shock or something. Well, Laura begins to smack her. And it's like she's, I guess she's just like, what the hell's wrong with you, you know? Well, she doesn't even flinch. So Richard is thinking that apparently some psycho did this to Brad because that's what Richard is thinking, okay? He just assumes it's just some crazy person that did, you know, killed Brad and where the fuck did that woman in white go? Well, like I said, they're back on the road to try to get to the police. But then, as they're going down the road, we hit a road sign that says Marcotte. Yeah, okay, Marcotte is not on this map, y'all. Like, Frank and Laura are, like, fighting over it because it's like, it's not on the map. Everybody's looking. Well, not Marion because she's in a, you know, she's kind of gone right now. But they start fighting because Frank's pissed off, I guess, because he, uh, Laura didn't bring the map that he wanted. And she basically tells him, like, I had too many other things to get ready, but, like, the presents and, like, everything, you know, right? And Frank's just like, fuck those presents. Because at this point, everybody's panicking because they are nervous and they are scared that something bad is, you know, happening. Of course, Brad's dead. Well, Laura, this is pretty funny. Laura tells Frank that next time she will bring a snow globe in case he wants to take, you know, the North Pole route to her mother's. And it's like, yeah, you can tell. They're kind of, I wouldn't say volatile with each other, but like Frank's sick of Laura's shit and Laura's sick of Frank's shit at this point, okay? Well, Richard, because he kind of is dumb, he has this whole theory about why they are stuck on this road. And y'all, he just says it's alien activity. I don't believe that because I don't believe in aliens. It's just not my thing. No, thank you. So, that's his theory. Well, Marion is in the back seat beside him. And she begins to sing Jingle Bells in this like weird catatonic state. Her singing is, it's like it's unnerving Frank, as it should. Uh, because it's kind of creepy and it's just like, I don't know, it's just weird. And they are still on the same road because they can't get off this fucking road. And then they see a baby carriage in the middle of the road. 
So, of course, here they go. Skirt! You know, let's stop the car. Richard gets out because he's stupid. He reaches into the baby carriage, and you hear this roaring sound. Okay, so it's like he gets out of the car, goes into the baby carriage, like puts like his head down as if he's going to reach for something in the carriage. And you hear like this, like, like I said, a roaring sound. <laughs> like, I don't even know. But nothing actually happens to him. He just pretended to be attacked. But like, where'd that sound come from? Hmm. I don't know. Very weird. Is he good at special effect, uh, special effect sounds? I don't know. Well, Laura is upset. So is Frank. Every Look, everybody's upset because this is just like fucked up situation. Well, Frank opens up the, tr- uh, the trunk and takes out one of the presents. And it's some whiskey, okay? It's booze. He needs it. And so do I at this point because if I were trapped in this fucking nightmare with these people, I may, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if you were trapped with people that were logical and weren't masturbating their wiener dog in the woods and letting strange women with dead babies get into the back of your car. Perhaps you could figure out the situation. But again, that is not, that's not what's going on here. So Richard tries to talk to his sister. Uh, she ain't got shit to say, okay? She just keeps staring blankly ahead of her. Like, she's just, you know, she's not in her right mind right now. Well, Richard is having, like, a le- like a legit bitch fit because apparently Marion is a shrink. And they need her help, but she can't help. So, earlier, whenever I said I didn't know their ages, I'm just going to assume that she's, like, in her mid-20s or something, okay? Whatever. She's she's an adult. I don't, I guess Richard is younger, Well, he then, like, as he's talking to her, he fucking tells her that he microwaved her hamster. Like, I don't know if he was trying to get a response out of her, like, when they were kids. And it's like, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? You really are an actual dick, okay? Well, Richard then calls out for his dad, and they need to get the fuck out of here, okay? They need to get out of there, here, everywhere. So, again, off they go down this highway to hell. Frank is saying that this road is just designed by engineers that can't even design a birdhouse. So, see, Richard thinks aliens. Frank just assumes that this is some type of, um, like a, you know, I think he does, but he does bring up military or something later on. But he basically thinks that this road is just is just designed to like trick you, or you know, if you keep going down it, eventually you'll end up where you need to be. Well. They turn on the radio, because at this point, everybody's just like, whatever. They turn on the radio, and it's a fucking woman screaming. So, it's like all these ghostly sounds again. And again, and again, and again. I'm going to keep saying again. Here we go with the fucking fighting. Laura's family sucks, according to Frank. He fucking hates his mother-in-law, y'all. Like, he hates her. And his brother-in-law, okay, like, so Laura's brother jerks off to gun magazines. Y'all, that's dangerous and shit. Like, don't be doing that. Okay, something might pop off, right? (laughs) Anyway, again, I don't know what's wrong with me sometimes. I I really don't know. Like, I try to be funny, but we'll see how it goes. But anyways, they're having this big argument because they're, you know, they hate each other right now. Well, the car starts to kind of like, you know, go a little crazy, but it's, they have a blowout. Well, as they have a blowout, they're okay. Like, they don't wreck the car But as soon as the car comes to a stop, Marion, just all of a sudden, okay, she's fine now. She announces that she is pregnant. 
and it's like, oh, wow, okay, snap, plot twist. And then Richard is like, I smoke pot. Um, nobody cares. I would have to smoke pot if, I, if he were my son. I'm sorry. He's so annoying. Well, Frank is trying to fix the flat tire because... You know, obviously, they, they've got to keep going. And, of course, Laura's out there with them, and they are arguing about how, well, Laura is upset that Richard is smoking weed because it's illegal, it's, a, like, it's a bad thing, and he's just kind of like, you know, get the fuck over it. It's just a fucking joint. And he's like, what about those pills that you take? And she's like, hey, buddy, they are legal. So, apparently, she takes some type of medication. And, um, again, if... I think if he were my husband and I were in this family, I would need all the joints and the medications to probably get through dealing with him. Well, Richard, no, because he likes to smoke pot, he goes off, he walks off to go smoke a joint. He's kind of talking to himself and um, basically saying like to himself that he hopes that Marion has a little boy so that the little boy can call him Uncle Dick. Like, y'all, I cannot with him. <clears throat> Excuse me. My allergies be acting up like real bad, or is it my sinuses? I don't know. Whatever. I have allergies, so it's my sinuses. <laughs> it's I live in Louisiana. Okay, I'm gonna take a drink of my wine. Like here in Louisiana right now, it'll be like fifty. It'll be like fifty something degrees, and then like the next day, it'll literally be eighty two. And so it's no, you know, it's like, do I have COVID? No. But I don't know, like, or do I just have a cold or sinus? Stuff? Like, you never fucking know, dude. The weather's so fucking whatever. It's ridiculous. Anyways, let's continue. So, Frank asked Marion if she's okay. Like, because he just found out that his daughter is pregnant. And he calls her Honey Bunny. He's like, are you okay, Honey Bunny? And she's just like, don't call me that. Because that's what Brad used to call her. So, it's like, okay, Pregnancy hormones already kicking in, right? So, we get to see Richard rock out with his joint out. Because it goes back to him. He's just like still in the woods. He's walking around. But he does get interrupted by the lady in white. So, she appears again. And it's like they start, they just start making out. Okay? They start making out. But this bitch, she bites his fucking bottom lip off. Okay? Like, it's like she dropped, uh, well, all, all while exposing her booty, okay? Her bootox. Well, because she naked. She, like, puts her little nightgown dress thing off. And then it's like, she making out with him. But, y'all, she took the whole fucking bottom lip off. It's gone, okay? Well, the black hearse car comes back by. And it's dead time for Richard. Because once it passes by the rest of the family, he's in the back of it now. And it's like, okay, he's gone, right? He's gone. That, like, kill scene, when you see the black hearse, you know somebody dead. That's, that's your sign, okay? So the remaining family is once again trying to catch up with this car. They're, you know, they're trying to save Richard. But as they're in the car, they run over his body. But, I'm just, this is my thing. Sorry, Richard. But to be fair, it already looked burnt, burned, burnt. Which one's right? Burned or burnt. Anyway, it was Ja Crispy, okay? And he was already dead. So it's kind of like, well, <laughs> oopsie. 
Laura gets out and she's holding on to his corpse. And, you know, Laura's the mom. So, of course, she's freaking the fuck out. Because she's just like, oh my God. She's like holding this like burnt, dead body. Well, all of a sudden, she reveals that Richard is not Frank's son. That she was with a guy named Alan. Alan somebody. That is supposedly the real father to Richard. Like, what a fucking thing to reveal now, right? Like, Laura, Jesus, you could have waited or something. You could have just not said shit anyways. Well, Marion goes to Richard's dead body, and Frank walks up to, like, embrace her. He's he's going to hug her, because it's like, everybody's upset. Like, that's, you know, that was his son, regardless of whatever Laura said, okay? They have to go get the police. They know they need to get help. But, <clears throat> Excuse me again. But they can't leave Richard. Okay? So they pack him up and they put him in the trunk. Uh, And it's like, okay, well, he's going to come with us. Well, obviously, they have to throw some of the gifts out. And so Marion's back there throwing some of the gifts away. And she she takes one out and she opens it. And, y'all, it's a fucking rifle. Like, it's an actual gun. I think it's a rifle. Shotgun. I don't... I don't know anything about guns, to be honest with you, except for they go pew, pew, like, or pow, pow, I think. I, I just, I'm, I don't really know anything about them. Anyway, it's a big gun. And Mary and Frank, Marion and Frank get back in the car, and Laura, y'all, like, she has lost her shit at this point. She's eating. Now, Laura's sitting in the back seat while Marion and Frank are sitting up front. And then poor dead Richard's in the very back. Well, Laura is eating that pie, you know, that nasty chocolate pumpkin pie bullshit. She's eating it with her hands and saying that she wants to save some for Michael. Because they're like, who the fuck's Michael? But it's like, that was supposed to be Richard's real name. Because that's what her affair, the the guy she was in the affair with, I guess. That's what he wanted to call the baby. Mm. Okay, anyway. So now we get into the story about the woman in white. Because they're just basically like, all right, this bitch is crazy. We're just going to let her be crazy in the back and eat eat that pie. It's just so gross the way she eats it, though, because she's eating it with her fingers. Well, Frank tells Marion that he did hear a story when he was a kid about a woman in white. And he tells her that a couple was driving down this road um, and saw a little girl and picked her up. Because it's like, hey, what the fuck? This is a little kid in the middle of the road. Well, the little girl they have her in the back seat will... She just, like, lets out a scream, and it scared the couple, and they almost went off of a cliff. Well, they didn't, but they noticed that in the back seat, the little girl wasn't there anymore. And that her and her family had been killed on that, like, they had run off that cliff years before. So, I guess, basically, what he's telling her is that ghost story, right? There was a ghost story that had happened. Well, now we're going to get back to crazy Laura. She's eating potato chips. Potato chips now, okay? I don't even know where she got them from. And she's eating them like a fucking animal. And Marion is like, look, you have to slow down or you're going to get sick. Of course, next shot, she's sick. They pulled over and she's like, Laura's puking all over the ground. And again, Laura's losing her shit. Like, she's going crazy. The next thing you know, she grabs that gun and cocks it back, puts it in her mouth... And then they're like, oh my God, don't do it. No, no. You know, like Marion and Frank are screaming at her. And she's like, I'm just joking. And Frank's trying to let her know that gun has real bullets in it. Okay. And he's trying to reason with her. Nope, doesn't work because she shoots him in the leg. 
And at this point, I don't think Laura gives a shit, okay? And she's just like, you're going to die. You know, you're going to die too. Like, basically, like, I think she knew, like, you're going to die anyway, so why does it matter? Well, Frank's been injured. He's been shot in the leg. And Marion is trying to bandage his leg up. You know, I guess she knows how to do that. They had a little, what do you call those little emergency kits, medical kits with them. Well, she pours rubbing alcohol over this gunshot wound. And I'm just, I don't even think that's protocol. But I, can, I mean, I guess anything's better than letting it, you know, be free. Well, off they go again. Okay, they've got to get back on the road. Well, Frank is still driving. Laura is asleep in the back seat, and then Marion's up front. Well, Frank is drinking, like that bottle of whiskey. Again. Okay, they've had theories. He shouldn't be drinking and driving anyways, but we're going to go with some more theories. Because earlier I told you guys that Richard thought it was aliens, and then Frank thinks that it's like a shitty engineer designing or something. But now this is where we get to the military stuff. And that's what he tells Marion. He thinks that they're on this like military road. And that's why Marcotte isn't on the map. It's like they're on a military secret road. Um, I just think he was maybe smoking them joints as well, but I don't know. But they decide to keep on going because he thinks that they will end up by the interstate or either by the coast. So, like, in his mind, he's thinking, if we just keep going straight, I know we're going to be safe, right? No, you're not, actually. Well, Laura wakes up and tells Frank how it's like, oh, wait, okay, I think they actually stopped the car at this point. Yeah, they did. For some reason, they get out of the car. and But Laura wakes up, and then just like she's like, oh, I slept like a rock. And she ends up telling Frank that, like, he's really wonderful and how much of a great father he is. But then she's like, oh, and I know about you banging Sally at the Motel 6. Uh, okay, so obviously Frank was having an affair as well with Sally at the Motel 6. And she also tells Frank, Laura tells Frank, that once they get out of this, Frank can do anything he wants to do to her. Ugh, because I don't know. I'm going to drink again. Y'all, she crazy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's just gross. Like, nobody nobody even cares. But I think she's just tripping balls, okay? As they're outside of the car, you start to hear some sounds coming from the woods. And Laura even mentioned, you know, even mentions the sounds. And it's like, what the fuck? It's like she can hear, like, she can actually, like, see something. See people, I guess. She sees dead people. I don't know. Well, they're back in the car. And Laura is, like, in the back seat, looking out the window and it's like she's talking to these so-called people that she can see and hear in the woods, all right? Janine is in the woods. Because she's like, oh, it's Janine. And, and it's like Frank tells Marion, um, that was her friend, but she died 20 years ago. And at this point, Laura's just like, no, I want to go see Janine. And it's like, uh, you can't because she's dead, you know? Well, the next thing you fucking know, she opens the damn back door and like rolls out. All right, she rolls out, leaving all of her shit on the ground. Because once they realize, like, oh, my God, Crazy Pants has jumped out of the back seat. They have to stop the car. They find, like, her purse and all her shit everywhere. Well, um, that's not okay because she's obviously dead. But, see, they don't see the body. Like, she jumps out, and they see all her shit, but there's no sign of her. Well, here comes the black car again. Frank decides to start shooting at it, and the car stops for a moment. Okay, it kind of like, skirt, stops. 
but then it goes in reverse. And out walks Laura from the woods, I suppose. She's all bruised and hurt looking. And I think she reaches her hand to like the back of her head, right? And you guys, super gross. Uh, She's missing half of her skull. And like she starts to rub her like exposed brain. And she's like, oh, oh. But it's that sounded really inappropriate. I'm so sorry, guys. I didn't really mean for that to sound like it inappropriate but it did I'm sorry anyways but that's what it sounds like it's like she's getting pleasure from rubbing her brain well anyway kill scene for Looney Tunes because um she's gone she just like she dies okay yeah I know that Frank grabs the gun um because he's so sad like it looks like he's about to like kill himself right and Marion's like screaming for him to stop so he does but the gun goes off, and I think it, like, shoots Laura, even though she's already dead. Can't really remember, but I'm pretty positive that's what happens. Well, Marion is now driving because she thinks that if they just don't stop, okay? She even mentioned to her dad that if they don't stop, they'll be safe because every time they stop the car, something bad happens. So, while they're in the car, Frank tells Marion about the affair that Laura was having. It's like, I think he kind of knew that his wife was screwing around because this guy, Alan, who she was banging on the side, was actually Frank's friend. He just, I just don't, maybe he just didn't know at the time that he was banging his wife. Because I think Alan talks to him and tells him that, like, he's in love with this woman, but she's married, and then finds out that the married woman won't leave her husband, and he kind of makes, and Frank kind of makes the comment that there's, oh, I wonder why Alan never kept in touch after that. Well, it's because he was banging your wife, okay? And Frank also does seem to be losing his touch with reality now. He, you know, I, I mean, I don't, I get it. I would too, okay? He wants he and Marion to walk through the woods though. He just decides, he's like, we need to walk through the woods to get out of this place. And as they go along, for some reason they stop and they do it. I don't know why. As they go along with this ignorant plan, Marion is yelling in the woods. Like, she starts yelling and she's like checking for ghosts. Like, are there any ghosts in here? Like, bitch, ghostesses don't talk to you, so stop. Well, they then run into a barbed wire fence. And they go underneath it or it's opened or something. Well, they see this light through the woods. And they're thinking, oh my God, we found something. Like, we're going to be safe. No, y'all, it's just their fucking car. Basically, they went opposite direction, but still ended up on the same side of where their car was at. Very strange, okay? Frank ends up opening the back door, takes off the blanket covering Laura. I don't know why, maybe to check on her. No, y'all, she's super dead, okay? She's dead. But anyways, they get back into the car. Even though they don't want to get back in the car, they get back into the car and on the road again. Well, Frank um, is sitting in the passenger seat, and he's writing down some things that he wants to do when they get out of this. He says a couple of corny dad things, like he's like, oh, I want to buy like an Atari or some Marilyn Manson CDs, and it's like, okay, first of all, an Atari's kind of badass, so like maybe that's not that lame, but Marilyn Manson CDs, no, I'm good. No, thank you. No, thank you. Well, Frank yells at Marion to stop. Okay, as they have that kind of sweet moment, and it's like he's writing some things down, he just like yells at her to stop, and they see the same cabin as they did before. Like the same one, and it's like they're never getting off this road, right? Well, they go inside of it. Of course, it has no power, 
And, like, Frank keeps yelling at Marion, go get the flashlight. And it's like, oh, Jesus, this is about to get so bad. Frank is inside of this shed. And he has, like, a little match lit. Well, it keep, he keeps dropping them. So, the light goes out. And he keeps lighting another one Well, the light goes out. Well, as he goes to light one last one, the woman in white appears behind him, blowing it out. Well, it's like, what the fuck? Frank starts to, like, I think he's swinging around an axe or some, it's something big. So, I'm, I think it was an axe. I couldn't really tell. Um, hell, he almost kills Marion. You know, he almost kills his daughter because he's acting like a maniac. Well, they get out of there, and Frank asks where his whiskey is. And she's like, mm, she threw that shit out of the car. Because, you know, like, you don't need to be drinking and driving, Dad. Well, he calls Marion a brat and, like, smacks the shit out of her. Like, bitch. I don't think so. Okay? She ends up kicking him in self-defense in the leg where he got shot. And then he, like, knocks her fucking lights out like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Fuck that up, didn't I? Like Mike Tyson, okay? Punch out. He doesn't bite her ear, but either way. But, like, at this point, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with him, man? He's being so mean. Well, now, of course, it's like, oh, do you feel bad that you just, like, knocked the shit out of your daughter? Well, he's, like, picking her up, and he's putting her in the back seat with the dead mom. Frank sees the woman in white. Again, grabs the gun. He starts shooting in the woods. Marion wakes up in the back seat. Starts, she starts to, like, hear and see some freaky shit. She starts the car and takes off down the road, okay? Because at this point, I guess the dad, he gone. Bye. He gone, okay? He done ran in the woods after this woman. Marion is, like, the only one that kind of has common sense. And, you know, she's taken off in the car because she's like, I have to get the fuck out of here. Well, guess what? They've been driving forever. So, she doesn't get very far down the road because she runs out of gas. Well, bummer. So she's now walking down the road and picks up a bloody pen. And right above her head, it's like, she picks up this bloody pen, so I'm just assuming it was her dad's, right? And she looks up above her head, and there's like this blood pouring down from the tree. But you don't see anything. Like, you don't, I don't remember seeing a dead body. And she's screaming to end this. Like, she's just like, stop playing with her. And this definitely, it's not reindeer games, okay, honey? Like, something bad's happening. Well, then, Marion, as she's got, I think she's going down the road, she comes across some body bags with her family inside of them. Again, what the fuck? And then, again, this black car shows up, and so does the woman in white. And it's like, okay, I already know what the fuck's going on at this point. And as you should as well. And if you haven't seen the movie, watch it. It's not that hard to figure it out. And it's like, is it her time to go? Nope. The black car is not there for Marion. He's there for the woman in white. And you kind of see like a really quick scene of her family in the car. She kind of wakes up in the hospital, okay? It's like this little flashback scene of her family. And boom, wakes up in the hospital. She's all bandaged up, y'all. Like, hello. So, do y'all want to know what really happened? So, I mean, like, like I said, you can watch the movie. <sighs> okay, you can watch the movie and figure it out. But I'm going to tell y'all. So, basically what happened is that Frank actually did fall asleep at the wheel, causing a deadly car crash that kills his whole family, minus Marion, and a woman and her baby. Okay, not minus the woman and her baby, but just minus Marion. He also kills the woman in white and her baby. Okay? <laughs> hint, hint. Dr. Marcotte is 
the doctor that took care of Marion in the hospital. Remember the town of Marcotte? It's all sign. I saw the sign. That's what it was, okay? That's what it was. Well, you see that Dr. Marcotte is telling this dark-haired man, she's letting him know all this. Apparently, he was the one that, uh, like, called and, like, reported this accident and got her to safety. And, you know, because he's asking, like, what happened to the family? And it, doctor, at this point, Dr. Marcotte's like, well, you know, obviously everybody's dead except for Marion. Well, then you have a scene of Dr. Marcotte going outside. And our car doesn't want to start. Well, we see the black car and he offers her a ride. And we're like, dude, that's him the whole fucking time, right? Uh, he's like collecting these souls or bodies or something. I don't know. But Dr. Marcotte is like, yeah, why not? Bitch, why not? Look, this is me. Because you're probably going to die. Okay? But that wasn't quite, quite the end. As that happens, she rides off into the deadly sunset with this man. You see two road workers that are actually cleaning up the accident, you know, that killed the rest of Marion's family. And they find the note that Frank had written about buying an Atari. And y'all, also, he, he put on there that he wanted to be the coolest grandfather. So sad, but Finn. That was kind of sad. It was kind of fucked up, okay? Like, I mean, it was just kind of fucked up. But anyways, now we're going to get, you know, Heather's going to have a sippy sip sip. I know it sounds like I really am dragging this movie, but it's really not that bad. It's not that bad. It's it's kind of a little, like a little goofy, guilty pleasure movie is what I'll say, I guess. So, you know how we do on my show. You know how I do, not we, because ain't nobody with me. <laughs> I'm solo, baby, okay? I'm solo for my show. So, we're going to get into the what did we learn. And I have five lessons for you guys and I hope to God you learned something. Number one, the holidays can make you horny, or at least they did it for Richard. Okay, be careful now. Be careful. Holidays, they make you a little bit, you know, bump and grind time. Number two, just break up with your boyfriend before Christmas so he doesn't have to die with the rest of your family. <laughs> Don't make him do that. Don't make him suffer. Number three, never trust a naked woman in the woods. What have, have we not fucking learned that from the damn 70s, 80s and up? I mean, come on. Those hoes are trouble. Number four, always take the interstate. No shortcuts, okay? Don't go. And number five, there's no hope with dope. That was my PSA. Like, because like Richard, you know, he, he wouldn't have been out there smoking his joints. <laughs> Maybe he wouldn't have died. I don't know. But anyways, so now I'll get into my wine rating. And I really like it. It's, this wine is pretty strong. But um, I think I'm just going to give it a four dead-end roads out of five. That's what I'm going to give the wine. Okay? It's not too bad. It's like a, um, um, I don't know. It's very strong. It's got like a really aggressive taste. Very dry on the palate. So if you're not a fan of wine that's real dry... This is one that you probably won't like, but if you but if you don't mind the dryness of a wine, just make sure that you have you like a bottle of water, glass of water to kind of drink in between. Now for the movie rating, I wanted to give this movie three 
dead babies out of five. And yes, I know that's awful like to say dead babies, but I, I just said what I said, okay? The baby was dead. I mean, I like babies, and, but it wasn't real. It's just a movie, okay? This movie is good. I like it. I, I would recommend it if you haven't seen it. It's been out for a long time, obviously, 2003. Um, it is, it's fun. Like, I mean, it's not like the best movie ever, but um, y'all know my specialty is shit. Y'all know that's what I do. This movie was not shit. This movie was actually, it's pretty decent, okay? It's a holiday movie. It's horror. I gave you a little bit of all the aspects. So, I think it's about, you know, time for me to go away <laughs> from the microphone and all this talking. Because my throat is a little itchy, but I just, like I said, it's the weather here, okay? But I do hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode and that you're having a merry December so far. Like, I hope all of your holiday wishes and dreams are coming true. And I'm really grateful to anyone that gives my podcast a listen, okay? You actually make me feel merry and bright. I'm so thankful for you guys. And if you want to give the gift that keeps on giving... You can go give me a follow on Instagram under Wednesday Wine and Horror. Um, per usual, I am available on most major podcast platforms for your listening pleasure. But you guys, you beautiful people, until next time, stay merry, stay boozy, and always stay spooky. <laughs>